Good morning and welcome to the Fumbling Punter Podcast. I'm your host, Devin Keeney. You can find me on Twitter at DevK11. Thank you for spending part of your day with us. Uh, let's start with baseball headlines. Yvonne Pudge Rodriguez, Jeff Bagwell, and Tim Raines were inducted into the Hall of Fame yesterday. In the NBA, the Golden State Warriors topped Oklahoma City 121-100 to in Golden State last night. Kevin Durant led the way for Golden State with 40 points. Russell Westbrook had a triple-double with 27 points, 15 rebounds, 13 assists. It's kind of a fun game for the NBA to kind of get another rivalry going outside of Cleveland-Golden State. Haven't heard much out of the Spurs this year, and with all of the animosity that appears to exist between Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, that's made for some fun games. Kevin Durant's had his two highest scoring totals of the season against his former team. And Russell Westbrook looks like he just wants to break the rim every time he drives in the lane against Golden State. Granted, Russ looks like that on most nights, but it uh, definitely exists whenever he's playing Kevin Durant, who chose to leave him this offseason. Right now, you got to say that Russell Westbrook or James Harden are your MVP. I'm not saying that LeBron James, Kevin Durant, Steph Curry may not be better players. I don't think Steph Curry is, but that's a discussion for another day. But nobody does more for their teams than Russell Westbrook or James Harden. Russell Westbrook had his 21st triple-double of the season last night. And he just gives it everything he has because he has to. They Oklahoma City is not going to make the playoffs without Russell Westbrook. He is the heart and soul of that team more than any player, maybe since LeBron left the Cavs the first time. I guess it's the only time he left the Cavs. So, Russell Westbrook looks like he is hurting himself every single night. He puts so much effort onto the court, and uh, I know that he's a freak athlete, and I couldn't even imagine being able to do the things that he's capable of doing in terms of athleticism, but it looks like he puts a lot of hard minutes on him. And as much as I want to see him stay with the Oklahoma City Thunder, I don't know if it's fair for him long term. He's 27 right now, and how long can he keep this up? Going out, putting up a triple-double every single night. And I know that Oklahoma City management and ownership are probably hoping they can develop Victor Oladipo and Steven Adams Sabonis, some of those other guys, to give him more of a supporting cast so he doesn't have to go out there and play as hard as he does. But right now, that's that's the tale of the, tale of the season for Oklahoma City. They're going to go as far as Russell Westbrook will let them. And speaking of how far they're going to go, I don't think Golden State wants to see Oklahoma City in the conference semifinals, San Antonio or the Clippers in the conference final, and then Cleveland in the NBA finals. OKC, San Antonio, Cleveland. Back-to-back-to-back rounds. That is going to be a physical, emotional month and a week for the Golden State Warriors. Are they physically capable of winning all three of those series? I think so. Uh, If they get hot shooting, they can beat anyone. But that's just a lot. The Cavs aren't going to have to go through three straight intense agonizing possibly six seven game series 
they're going to coast through the Eastern Conference playoffs and be well-rested to take on Golden State. But if that's how the playoffs shake out for Golden State, then I don't know that this super team wins a championship this year. I think that may be too much to overcome for Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and Steve Kerr. So we've talked about Kevin Durant, we've talked about Russell Westbrook, and we've talked about James Harden. Now I want to talk about how bad the Oklahoma City ownership and management group is. They had Kevin Durant, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden fall into their laps in three straight drafts, 2007, 2008, 2009. Right now, in my opinion, those are three of the top five players in all of the NBA to go along with LeBron James and Kawhi Leonard. So, all these super teams where everybody wants to go play with their buddies, they want the best chance to win a championship, they had that. They drafted that. They didn't have to go recruit. They didn't have to make some sort of trade. They had Kevin Durant at 23, Russell Westbrook at 23, James Harden and Serge Ibaka at 22 in those 2012 NBA Finals. And I know a lot of people were saying then, imagine what this team can do. And then they went and traded James Harden. That may end up being the worst franchise trade of all time. Because if they find a way to sign back James Harden, do you think there's any way Kevin Durant leaves Oklahoma City to go to Golden State this last offseason? I don't. I think that Kevin Durant liked being in Oklahoma City. He just had a better chance to win. And if he has Russell Westbrook and James Harden in Oklahoma City, and those guys have probably have won a championship by now if James Harden's still there. So Kevin Durant has a championship and two top five teammates in the NBA. No way is he leaving. We're talking about Oklahoma City being one of the great franchises if they don't tra trade James Harden. It is inexplicable to me how they thought that was a good idea at any point. So I think inevitably, eventually, they are going to lose Russell Westbrook. Russ is a West Coast guy. He, I think he likes Oklahoma City. He wants to stay. But kind of like I talked earlier, I think it's too hard on his body. He may play out this two-year contract. He even may sign another two-year contract. But eventually, Westbrook will end up leaving Oklahoma City. And so instead of having Harden, Westbrook, Durant winning multiple championships, in a couple of years they're going to be what the Philadelphia 76ers have been for about the last five years. All because of the mistakes that they made. All right, I'm going to switch over to baseball here real quick. Uh, talking a little bit more about the Hall of Fame. Uh, so we talked about how Pudge, Jeff Bagwell, and Tim Raines made it in. Congratulations to all of them. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Mike Mussina are all on the rise. Their percentages have grown every year, and all three were over the 50% mark this year. Now, I know Mike Mussina is not necessarily in the same category as Bonds or Clemens in terms of talent or the way they're viewed by baseball writers, but I was actually doing some research on BaseballReference.com, and 
Mike Yacina is a much more deserving Hall of Fame candidate than even I thought. He finished with 270 career wins and had a 82.7 career war. Those are really good numbers for a guy who won championships with the Yankees. Uh, so I think that he gets in. I think eventually, hopefully, that as more of the old guard in baseball, in baseball writers change out, we will see Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens get over the hump and get into the Hall of Fame as they should be. Other guys I felt that really got snobbed yesterday, and you can read more about this in the article. Go to fumblingpunter.com. I uh, got into a little bit more detail than I'm going to get in on here. But Fred McGriff, 493 career home runs. Vlad Guerrero, maybe one of the most fun guys in baseball to watch in my lifetime. Edgar Martinez. Kurt Schilling. Granted, baseball writers... I'm not even going to get into this today. Kurt Schilling is a Hall of Famer. Bloody sock game. He, Him and Randy Johnson led the Diamondbacks to the 2001 World Series title. He's one of the best big game pitchers of all time, and I don't think that his opinions after he left baseball should be what's keeping him out of the Hall of Fame. His percentage actually went down something like 7% this year. But I was looking forward to the 2018 class, first-time ballot guys, and really only one, no, two surefire candidates and a, one possibility stood out to me. Chipper Jones. Chipper was a Brave for the longest time. I grew up watching Chipper Jones. Basically, he was the Atlanta Braves' third baseman the whole time I watched baseball until five years ago. He's a first-ballot Hall of Famer, in my opinion. Jim Tomey has over 600 career home runs. I think Jim is, should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But if people that share Skip Bayless's stupidity get to vote, and they do, as you guys saw from the ballots yesterday, he will, he may or may not be a first ballot Hall of Famer, but I believe he does belong in the Hall of Fame. Uh, another guy... And I may be leaving more on. Like I said, go check out the article. I've edited it to include everybody that I think got snubbed. Uh, Trevor Hoffman. Hoffman led the uh, was the all-time Major League Baseball saves leader until Mariano Rivera passed him. He's still over the 600 career save mark. I think he's a no-brainer Hall of Famer. And hopefully we see him get in next year along with some of these other guys that I mentioned. So I've got Drake leading me in on the last segment here. Uh, tonight, maybe into tomorrow, I'm going to have a AFC and NFC Championship pregame along with David Ekman's gambling picks. He's out there trying to get you guys rich even though he's squandering away all of his money. Just kidding. Ekman went 6-2 and two in his picks last week and I think he'll have some good picks for us in the weekend going forward. I will also give you my picks for the AFC and NFC Championship game. Getting all that set up. Like I said we yesterday, we are going to try to be more of a fast cast, especially as we start out. We, I don't want to take up two hours of your time rambling on about sports. I want to be you know, 15 to 30 minutes ideally. We may be a little bit under that today. But your time's valuable. Uh, you don't want to sit there and listen to me 
talk into a microphone for two hours, especially starting out. So consider this the appetizer. Hopefully you guys can find a way to fit this 15 minutes into your day. Like I said, we're all busy, so I completely understand. But hopefully, hopefully you get a little taste, you like it. Tell your friends, share us on Twitter, talk about us at the office. We're going to grow this thing. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, I'm, I'm growing every day that I get to do this. Uh, really enjoying it. Thank you, everyone, for your feedback, for your likes. Uh, next week, going to look to get some guests on the show. As of right now, we are not on iTunes yet. I am waiting for cover art still. Turns out I am not a master of Photoshop, so that's holding me back a little bit. But we are on SoundCloud. You can search us at SoundCloud.com. Go to SoundCloud.com. Search for The Fumbling Punter, and you will be able to find our first podcast and today's podcast. And hopefully that will be a little entertainment for you for your driving to work. This has been The Fumbling Punter. I am Devin Keeney. Thank you.